from the NLRPD to KTHV to behind the microphone. It's Scott Romine with Guatney Unplugged. Hi, Scott Romine for Guatney Unplugged. I hope you're having an awesome Saturday. Our first guest on Guatney Unplugged today is my good friend Steve Ladshaw. He is a movie director out in Hollywood. How are you, Steve? I'm very good, Scott. Great to talk to you. The funniest man on the planet. I know. No, there's no way. Hey, yes. uh, I-, I wanted to ask you, because all of us movie lovers, there's that one movie that says, you saw as a kid, I want to work in movies. What What was that for you? Oh, that's a, that's a tough question. Um, I, I, there were so many different films that, that I enjoyed as a kid. Uh, one of the early ones I remember was a, a movie called Shenandoah that James Best, Jimmy Best was in. Jimmy Stewart as a, well, right? Yes, that had a big uh, Im- impression on me. But I, I don't. I I think what got me into movies was in the first grade. Uh, we were sitting watching. Um, they were showing a movie to us, and it was uh, the. I think it's the Disney. Um, what's what's the uh, there's there's a wonderful cartoon like uh, Fantasia or something like that where there's no it was it was a uh, um, it was a musical thing about uh it was peter and the wolf is what it was okay and it's 16 millimeter i remember the reels on the projector were yellow and i'm watching the cartoon unfold in this darkened first grade classroom and i kept looking back over my shoulder at the projector and watching the images move when you could see the film going through the projector and i i I watched the projector as much as i watched the screen and i think that (laughs) <laughs> that clicked something in my head right then and there. I would uh, encourage people to follow you on Facebook. Steve Ladshaw, we have a mutual interest. You're fascinated with finding movie locations. Yes. Which is so cool. You know, it's time machine. Well, I it, it, it is absolutely traveling back in time. And when I was a kid, I used to read about all these old movies, westerns and serials. Back in uh, Decatur, Illinois, I'd check out books out of the library and read about them, and I always wanted to uh, visit the location, see where all the boulders were. And and so when I moved out here, uh, I was just fanatical about going out and finding these places. And I even lived for a while in in, uh, what used to be the Iverson Movie Ranch in Chatsworth, California, which there were thousands of films and TV shows shot out there. So that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty good as I go out and I take pictures of these locations and try to match them up with shots from the movies. Amazing how many other movies use the Batcave, including yeah. the movie we made. Yes, absolutely. Bronson Canyon. Uh, I, we had to do that. I mean, there was a cave sequence in our script for return of the killer shrews and, and, that was in part just so we'd have an excuse to shoot a couple of days up there, and that was really exciting. One of the cool things about it was that uh, James Best had made a number of TV shows and westerns up there back in the 50s and 60s, and he went through some serious deja vu when we were up there at Bronson. That was quite a quite an experience for him. Yeah, it it absolutely was. Now, what we're talking about is... Uh, and I was so fortunate you let me work on this thing with you. Return of the Killer Shrews, doesn't it have a record of, like, longest time between the original and the sequel? I have to quickly say this before I answer your question. I will tell you the biggest regret I have about Return of the Killer Shrews is I didn't know 
your talent for performing at the time you worked on the film. Had I known, we would have had a, a part in there for you. Oh, that's, that's the nicest thing to say. And I, I would have judged that's a fact. That. But but to answer your question, the original was released in 1959. So we're talking over 50 years later. Not only is it a more than 50 years later sequel to the original, but James Best plays the same character in both films, which is also very unusual. <laughs> it's amazing. He was so much more than Roscoe P. Coltrane. Everyone knows him as that. But at the point when you, you got a chance to know the guy, you didn't even think about that anymore. No, I. you'd end up watching his other work, particularly his villains. He loved to play villains and loved to die on screen. That was his favorite thing to do, but he <laughs> loved playing the bad guys. And, uh, he plays a good guy in our film, but he he uh, and he he has some comic moments in it too because it, the movie is a comedy. But uh, yeah, he was Roscoe was something I think, and you can probably correct me on this, but that was based on things he said and little nonsense things he did to entertain his his daughters and his kids. They entertained me. Sort of adapted. Yeah, it was it was awesome. So uh, I got to ask you: The Return of the Killer Shrews it just hit iTunes, but it's coming to Amazon and Google. When when is that yes. going to happen? iTunes. Um, it was exclusive on iTunes beginning October twenty sixth. This Friday, November ninth, uh, it's it's on it's live on Amazon and also on Google Play, and that's that's this Friday. So we're very excited about that. So there'll there'll now be three different places where you can get this film. And not just Jimmy is in it, though. John Schneider's been all over Dancing with the Stars, and he, John Schneider, he's in the, the movie. The interesting thing people will see about John Schneider in this film is, again, his acting chops, because he's so funny. The character is very not... Uh, he, he's not playing Bo Duke. He's, this is a very different character that he's playing. Uh, he does amazing imitations of John Wayne, of Rod Serling, of uh, uh, and others. I mean, he's just incredibly funny in, in the entire in the entire movie. Crocodile a, Hunter, right? I think he does a little Crocodile Hunter in the movie. He does Crocodile Hunter too. Yeah, and uh, he he will astound you right from his entrance when you see him in this film. And we also have uh, Rick Hurst, who's another gifted actor um, who was also on the Dukes of Hazard. And Rick, I was thrilled to work with him simply because uh, he had worked with Peter Sellers. He's one of the, he's the only person I know who's worked with Peter Sellers. The Pink Panther. And uh, finally, we had uh, Academy Award nominee Bruce Davison, who was a whole lot of fun on the set and really, really got into the whole comedy thing with the rest of us. So, And it was wonderful to see Bruce and Jimmy face off with each other uh, in the film. So we had a great cast in this film. It's a good movie. Hey, Steve, you you moved to Hollywood. You made a career of this. You've written 30 movies. You've worked with all these guys. What's the most surreal moment for you where you, you, you're in the moment and you go, I just can't believe this is happening? I, I can tell you it was in, two, I think it was in 2000, and I had written a, a movie called A Blaze, which was a movie about a city on fire. It was sort of a disaster film, and we were shooting for one night on the Universal Studios back lot. And we were going to shoot on their Brownstone Street, which is a bunch of old brownstone apartments. We were going to shoot at night because we were going to set the street on fire for this, for this film. And it, I got there about 5 p.m., and it was, it was sunset. The sun was just starting to go down. We had a couple hours 
before we could start shooting. Now, I'm on the universal back lot, okay? We got to go in the back entrance, and I'm just sitting around with the crew. Sun's going down, and I, I turned to the security guard, and I said, it, would it be okay if, if I could walk around this studio, the back lot? And he goes, sure. He says, you can drive if you want. So here I am. The first time I was at Universal was in 1972 as a kid, and I was starstruck. So here we are 30 years later, and I'm in my truck, and I'm driving around the back lot. The sun is going down, and I'm driving up there Western Street. I'm driving past the lagoon where they shot McHale's Navy. And then finally, as the sun is just starting to you know, kiss the horizon, I pull around the corner. I'm right there in the middle of the Frankenstein village from the Frankenstein films. And the shadows are coming up the wall. And I get out of the truck, and I just look around, and I said, here I am. I've always wanted to be here. Here I am on the Universal back lot. There, we're shooting a film that I wrote. This is a great moment, and I'll never forget that. Man, that's so awesome. we got to end with that. We've run out of time. Uh, what great experiences you've had. Uh, KillerShrewsMovie.com for more information about the movie. iTunes, Amazon, and Google here very soon. Thanks so much, Steve Ladshaw. Follow him on Facebook. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Thank you. We'll be right Bye-bye. back here on Watney Unplugged.